This is a Triple J podcast. On this episode of Simply the Jest, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Because we're getting your best younger sibling stories. You'll hear about revenge, police, and even finding out about new siblings. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? Yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No! Did you say you died? Are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what point did you realise you were (laughs) swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? Like, too late. (laughs) Is this a Ratatouille situation? Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Simply the Jest. Australia's Best Stories. Hello and welcome to Simply the Jest. My name is Lewis Hobber. And toot toot, it's your little skipper, Jess Perkins. Hey, oh, big toot, toot, toot little toot, skip. Toot. <laughs> uh, now, the eagle eat among you will have noticed that we were missing one of the musketeers who didn't mm. speak up in that little introduction. Uh, unfortunately, we have to bring We div- finally muzzled him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michael Ling is in the room, but we've taped him up in a corner. <laughs> we put a ball gag in his mouth, and um, we're pissing on him every now and again, which is what he he's knows, always wanted. He knows what he did. He knows what he did. <laughs> uh, now, I wish that were true. Unfortunately, he has tragically died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't laugh. He is absolutely 100% dead. Yeah, it's and, always a shame um, when you lose a friend, yeah. but not so much when it's him, weirdly. Yeah, it's more of a losing a colleague. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody you used to know. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's never wanted to be our friend. He's described you as having, uh, at best, a situation. Mm. And he and I have been, fr- well, I thought, friends for a long time. But now, upon the news of his passing in a uh, tragic ballooning accident, I find that I never really cared for him much at all. <laughs> uh, so, Perko, no, it's we- just you and me. It's the A-team left. And look, our topic this week is younger sibling, mm. and we are both youngest siblings. Yeah, we're the perfect pair. Exactly. So we've lost the one person that would disagree or have anything negative <laughs> to say about younger siblings, which I think is ideal. I agree. Let's list all the best things about youngest siblings. Great idea, Perko. Um, we're really beautiful. Yes, definitely the better looking ones. We're way funnier. Yes, of course. Um, um, the most mentally together. Absolutely. We're usually the richest. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, the most uh, responsible. Yep, 100%. And just to round it out, yep. we're usually the parent's favourite. True. My goodness. It would <laughs> suck to be any other kind of sibling. <laughs> I got nothing bad to say about youngest. Me neither. Wow, should we write this podcast up? <laughs> So, I don't uh, know what any of these stories are going to be about. Just well, people saving cats or something? I'll tell you what they're going to be about, Perko. The evil older siblings. <laughs> the wicked witches of the people who came before us out of the womb. Uh, they're evil because they are oh, I mean, two years older than you. I know all the tricks of the trade. Mm. I know what the first year of primary school is like. I can trick you into wearing a tutu to your first day of school. For example. For example. (laughs) I know um, how money works and I can trick you into giving me all your money. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. the kind of evil nastiness (laughs) that older siblings inflict upon us, the perfect angels. Mm. Yep, and we never do anything and we never ruin their lives in any way. No, of course not. (laughs) Actually, can I tell you a major way I ruined my sister's life? Mm. Her and I are born on the same day, so I ruined That's her right. third birthday. 
Yes, I forget this every time. Every year, then June rolls around and you make it all about your birthday um, for the entire month. And then I remember, yeah, you share a birthday. And so she only had two good birthdays. She had two good birthdays. Probably the first one she didn't remember much. Yeah. The second one, maybe a little bit. And the third, just when you're starting to get those memories together, Mm. I turn up. And then she never has a birthday alone ever again. Nah. And if I know you, you would have made... Every birthday, more about you anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, my, I have two sisters. My, the middle sister, Eliza, is the one who I share a birthday with, and I love her so much. She is so opposite to me in terms of her need for attention. <laughs> like, it is very middle child to, to last child classic dynamic. Me. Yeah. Arms in the air. Everyone look at Lewis. Eliza just, like, quietly going about her business, becoming, like, an environmental scientist and helping the world. <laughs> Me doing nothing and making a huge song and dance about it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love being the youngest. It's so good. Isn't it good? Um, well, I'm so glad Hing died and didn't come through with his nonsense about being the second out of four. Yeah, Boo! who cares? Who Whatever. Cares? Your parents, the worst sibling. Your parents don't even think about you. I wouldn't even call the second of four the middle child. Like, I'd say that's three or four. I don't know why. I've got no, mm. no evidence to back that up. But I think he's just the nothing child. Yeah, he's just, like, the next one. Yeah, the who cares child. And definitely, like, if you're the <laughs> last one, it means that your parents nailed it. Your parents finally exactly. were like, oh, we got the good one. We, we got it right, finally. If you were we the don't s- need to keep trying. If you were the second of four, it meant that they were like, geez, the next one. And then after that, they were like, God, maybe the next one. <laughs> And then they had the last and it was perfect. Exactly right. Okay, we're being insufferable now, but I'm loving it. No, that's right. This is just for us. No one else is listening to this podcast anymore. This is just the youngest siblings who are still listening. Everyone. And they're all clapping like, yes! Uh, look, I will say this is the end of the young sibling celebration. <laughs> we're about to get into their stories. And, yeah, they're not... Um, they're not all good news for us younger siblings, <laughs> but I think, and I think we all agreed uh, when we first heard their stories, this is one of the best episodes of Snip of the Jest we've ever done. A hundred percent. Some of these stories, we've been taken on some wild rides from the disgusting to the beautiful to the straight out of a soap opera. <laughs> and some of them, <laughs> as you're about to hear, horrific, involving kind of chemical warfare. From Victoria, Isabel, what's your younger sibling story? So I am the younger sibling by three years. Ooh. And once my brother severely pissed me off. Okay. So I made the decision to get his toothbrush and clean the toilet. Yes, oh. Isabel. Oh. <laughs> no. Revenge. Oh, yeah. No. So he got really sick and my parents <laughs> were like... <laughs> Oh, no, he's got gastro. (gasps) He might have picked this up, might have picked that up from school. Turns out he had Giardia, so (gasps) like some stomach infection. He has to have antibiotics. And he's like terrified of the doctors and the hospitals, which made it a little bit better for me. Isabel. Um, (laughs) Oh, no, I shouldn't have cheered so loudly at the start. This is a horrific story. (laughs) And I kept the little secret for about... 20 years I just randomly told my brother and he went a bit white and my dad almost wet him wet himself so So it was a very proud accomplishment he went to hospital because of you he went to the doctors the hospital was the next case um due to lack of hydration and whatnot (laughs) 
Oh, oh wow. my goodness. So did did he uh, when you told him and he went white, was he surprised? Yeah. Or was he just I like, think I it was it. white hot rage. Of course, yeah. okay, the, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. But I still, to this day, it's a core memory of my really good childhood. That is vindictive, <laughs> vindictive, oh, yeah. terrifying, yeah. evil. Oh, I love it. Ellie from Horsham, what's your sibling story? Um, my younger sister almost burnt down our kitchen when she was little. What'd she do? Freak. What did she do? Uh, well, she decided that she wanted to have oats and put them in the microwave for 10 minutes without water or milk. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. no. So did they explode? Did they catch fire? What happened? Yeah, they caught, like, I was out in the shed at the time uh, with my dad and she come running out like, it's on fire, it's on fire. And I was like, uh, she's probably talking about the TV, like, you know, it's probably fine. We'll just keep doing what we're doing. And she comes back, she's like, it's on fire. And I was like, oh, see what's going on then. And go inside and the smoke's like everywhere in the kitchen, smoke alarm's <laughs> going off. And there's just this, open the microwave and the bowl was just, all the porridge was just turned to coal, you know, it's just all burnt to a crisp. Oh. I was like, well, new microwave, yeah, first time. <laughs> That's probably the most interesting porridge has ever been. Jack from South Australia, what's your younger sibling story? Oh, hey, so I've got um, two younger brothers and one day we were playing out in the backyard and this is talking years and years ago. Uh, one was about five, the other was about 10, mm-hmm. and I was about 14. Cool. And one of them pinned me down, the second oldest pinned me down, and I was like, no, nah, not having a bar of this. So I pinned him down and got my youngest brother to pull down his pants. And because he was uh, five years old, he wasn't yeah. that great at wiping his own ass. <gasps> and he, I was like, you need to go and sit on his face. <laughs> So I then, I then got him to sit on his face, and oh. as he was like wake, um, shaking his head from side to side, um, he got shit smeared. Across oh, Jack! Oh, <laughs> that's horrific. Yeah, that's a crime. And that's horrific. All this, yeah, all while this was happening, my parents were standing in the kitchen watching out in the. In the oh. garden, they were just like, do we stop them or do yes, we let them yes. go? Yes, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> this is why I have a recurring nightmare that I'm the mother of like four boys. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute nightmare. <laughs> wow, Jack. Yeah. That's set a new low bar for this <laughs> that program. Has to be one of the most disgusting stories you've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it has no redeeming features, there's no like charming end. <laughs> No. Just a man I mean, with shit again, on his face. But again, because it's siblings, you're kind of like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Anybody else, you're just like a gentle pat. My brother, I want to draw blood. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what's your younger sibling story? A couple of weeks ago, in the drought, we go migrant right every year. Our air filters got real dirty, had to clean them. My cousin got blind drunk. Oh, brother, sorry, brother. Got blind drunk. Uh, piss all over the air filters and rain that night, like a freak storm. And uh, the next boy woke up, they're all saturated. And he re- was wringing them all out. He had no idea that was his piss and I'm dripping down all his arms and everything. Oh, oh God. gross. Yeah, just rain. It just, it didn't, he never clicked and we're all losing it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> the joke was on him, which was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you tell him immediately, or did you? Just yeah, yeah. Oh no, we went. Oh, well, he kind of figured it out because he because they're un, no, so they're outdoors, but undercover mm. a little bit, right. and then it clicked. And yeah, and what, yeah was like, what were the clues? Was it because it stank of piss? Um, <laughs> Is that what gave well, it away? Yeah, yeah. Well, because we because he was drinking, so I don't think it was that strong a smell. You know, when you drink heaps. Mm. Mm. No, I don't really yeah. know what my piss smells like when I drink. Yeah, but it's well, very watery. It's because you. Yeah, your body, your body's flushing it out with all your yeah. all your all your water. Yeah, yeah. From Sydney, Stacy, what's your younger sibling story? Um, so I'm the younger sibling in this situation, mm-hmm. and um, I was used as a speed hump for <gasps> my brother and sister's uh, makeshift bicycle track in the backyard. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so what, they just went, hey, Stacey, lie down, we're going to ride over you as a speed hump. Well, yeah, you know, I was rarely included with their, like, you know, activities. So, <laughs> what's, what's the age difference between you and the next old and the next youngest? Uh, five. Uh, five oh, years, okay, five okay, years, yeah. yeah. Oh, and my goodness. do you remember that being a painful experience or were you like, woo, I'm in the team? Oh, yeah, well, they were $50 huffies from, like, Big W, so they had some weight behind. Felt every single bump. (laughs) Stacey, I'm so sorry. The thing thing you forget is when you're quite little, five years is a big difference in size. Like, my brother and I played a game of of running into each other wrapped in very thin mattresses, but I was four and he was 11. (laughs) And that's how I got my first concussion. In Melbourne, what's your younger sibling story? Hey guys, so yeah, my younger brother was in his room by himself and I was just in my older brother's room. I hear this scream coming from the room, so I run in. He's on the floor with his pants down and I've looked at him with his hand cupped over his junk. He's pulled his hand across. Somehow he's got one magnet in between his foreskin and the other one on the outside of his foreskin connected (laughs) together. Now, just, just to get yeah, just to get your idea, I don't know if you guys remember when you were young. There used to be these toys that you could connect together to make cubes and stuff like that. He's taken those out and for some reason decided to connect his junk together. Um, so I've <laughs> so freaked out. I ran downstairs. I got my dad. He's come upstairs. We've picked him up, taken him down to the kitchen. We've laid him out on the table, turned the lights on, looking like a surgery room. Uh, I've got my older brothers next to me who are downstairs. My dad's looked him square in the eyes. And Give him never, five, five V's of Epi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll never remember. I'll never forget what my dad said. He looked him directly in the eyes and he goes, look, son, this doesn't look good. I think we're going to have to cut it off. I've never, <laughs> seen a, I've never seen a young kid jump up faster. Eventually, <laughs> eventually we did calm him down and take it off. But, yeah, to this day he still says that it was an accident, but I don't believe him. But, yeah. <laughs> And that's what he stands by. <laughs> it's a very hard to imagine accident. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you can't just trip and fall and accidentally have two magnets on either side yeah. of your foreskin. Oh my goodness, Matt! Can you just help me prove a theory? Sorry, I think so. That was your younger brother, and you mentioned two yes. older brothers, right? Yes. So four boys. Four boys. <laughs> my mum. Yeah, four boys. Nightmare. Exactly. But oh. I mean, it's, to this day, he still says it works, and we still call him Magnet Boy from time to time, just to understand that he never forgets what he did. <laughs> Every now and again, Incredible. the dick just points north for some reason. Exactly. He can always use the dick to guide himself home in a storm. They've got to hide him in that prison they keep Magneto in. Like the clear plastic box. <laughs> oh, 
what a story. How's that? <laughs> Two magnets in your dick. Oh, man. Four boys. Four <laughs> boys. My personal hell. I'm on the record saying that. If I ever have four boys and they're one day listening to this, I don't apologise. You've ruined my life. <laughs> it's too much. It's definitely too much. much. Like, I think older brothers in general, I know you have an older brother, I think they're harder to deal with than older sisters, I reckon. Um, yeah. Like, I'm sure you got beaten up a bit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But older sisters, it's all psychological warfare. Yeah, and, you know, it made me the mentally strong person I am today, I think, growing up like that, you know? That's right. I say the same about um, going to a Catholic all-girls school. It made me tough. (laughs) (laughs) So we both tell our therapists (laughs) as we weep into our laps. It made me tough. Why won't anyone love me? (laughs) I can't Uh, trust. The idea that the excuse this young boy had for putting magnets on either side of his foreskin was that it was an accident, is, <laughs> it doesn't bear much scrutiny, does it? Not really, but I also do remember being a kid and you don't fully grasp consequences sometimes. There is just sort of that that kid energy of, oh, I'll give this a go. Yeah. It's like that's how I ended up shaving half my eyebrow off one time. <laughs> You know, so I kind of understand that, but also don't put stuff in your dick. I can't believe I have to say that on the podcast. Stop putting stuff in your dick. Yeah, and obviously obviously, when the news story comes out about Michael Hing's tragic balloon accident, <laughs> uh, unfortunately there are some parts of the story that we tried to have suppressed in the media, but they will come out, and yes, he did have a series of magnets in his dick. <laughs> did that affect the navigation capabilities of the balloon? Look, that's up to the authorities. They're still going through the wreckage. (laughs) You are going to hear some more sibling stories in a moment, uh, including one about a suspicious purchase, a very expensive trip, and this one is wild. A surprise half-sibling. Greta, what's your younger sibling story? Um, My little brother, when he was like 14, decided it would be a good idea to order some weed online. Oh. Um, and so he and his best friend, they made a PayPal account and um, ordered some weed from America and they just expected it to kind of come in the post. <gasps> and um, did it arrive? Uh, it, no, the police arrived instead. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> yes. It turns out they were, like, trying to find these scammers that were, like, getting money from kids um, oh. and... And, yeah, so they were the point of contact. <laughs> Whoa. How much trouble did your little brother get in? Not that much. He's mummy's little boy, of course. He's the youngest of four. Um, oh. But what so... about from the cops? He's Coppy's little boy. Oh, sorry. We didn't realise that we were dealing with mummy's little boy. On your way, good sir. Can I get you a juice? <laughs> My little prince. Yeah, pretty much. No, I think they just had to give their statements and then, like, there was, you know, technically they hadn't done anything wrong yet, so. Whoa. <laughs> Lily is our next caller, again from the greatest city in the world, Newcastle. What's your younger sibling story? Hi. Um, so my younger sister, Gracie, uh, we're a couple of years apart. We get along fine now, but when we were kids, hated each other. Um, mm-hmm. Mum couldn't take us anywhere. So we're in the bath and um, she decides to, I guess, drown me. Um, what? Grabs me by the back of the head 
and slams my like face into the bottom of the bath and oh. therefore my front teeth go straight into the, the bottom of the bath. Um, and I snapped my right front tooth clean off. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, and I just remember, like, I, I don't really remember crying or anything, but what I do remember is mum and dad fishing through the bath to try and find the other piece of my tooth in the hope that the dentist could glue it back together. Oh. Far out. How'd they go? <laughs> Uh, I, I can't remember whether we found it, um, but I do have, like, I guess a false acapped tooth, um, which I've had, yeah, and I look at my sister every day, and she has perfect front teeth. Um, oh, so must tear you up inside. Must tear you up inside. Yeah, yeah it's not, not the great feel, greatest feeling. I don't know <laughs> if this makes sense to anyone else, but has anyone else seen the movie Eastern Promises from 2007 with Viggo Mortensen in it? <laughs> no. If you, if you have seen that film, um, imagine that. It's pretty funny. Anyway, that's... <laughs> That's a joke for Viggo Mortensen and Viggo Mortensen's family only. I thought it was a, I thought it was the kind of film everyone had seen. Anyway, there's a there's a huge scene in a in a, in a bathtub. There's okay. a huge sorry, there's a huge fight scene in a in a in a bathing. Area. Did you? Anyway, um, <laughs> is that the kind of thing that happened a lot? Do you have a lot of like physical fight, violent fights with your sister? Um, yeah, another good one was uh, Dad was deconstructing the trampoline, um, and I decided to pick up one of the couple foot trampoline poles that you know hold the netting. Um, and look, I didn't do it intentionally, but I did hit her across the face with it at one stage. But she, she kept her teeth. So. Your family sounds like WWE wrestling. <laughs> no, it's like, we, we yeah, I chucked her off and out. I hit her with a chair, yeah. and then my friend her came, out. came in. <laughs> yeah, tried to stop the fight. Um, that's crazy, Lily. Esme from Sydney. What's your younger sibling story? Hi guys. Uh, so I was living in the UK at the time, so I got this story secondhand from my mum. But um, my younger brother and my parents went on holiday to Fiji, uh, spent a lovely couple of weeks there. And when they came back, mum went through the mail and she found a bill from the phone company for $8,000. What? Eight grand? What? Yes. What had your brother? What? What? What did he do? Yeah, so when uh, my mum asked him about it, he just said that the Wi-Fi was too slow and that's why he had used his phone. Damn. So he was just streaming on data and so... (laughs) Yeah, I think it was just YouTube and just, yeah, just chilling. But that, like, overseas, so roaming or whatever, data roaming from Fiji and racked up a cap of eight thousand dollars that's Far so out. much oh, fijian holiday eight thousand dollars like now <laughs> yes. stay there for another month is your was is did your brother get away with it or is he mummy's little boy uh no he's mummy's little boy he got grounded for about a week and then you know it was fine eight grand, eight grand for a week for a week you know that's, what that is yep. per year that's like that's like four hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh so my that's god! So much that's money. less than a grand a day per per grounding. Oh, oh my god! Oh, a little more. God, I'd kill to be Mummy's little boy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should grow up in a family with no punishments. It's actually pretty oh. sick. <laughs> and I mean, maybe you... there were punishments in your family. It's just you were Mummy's little boy, Lewis. Laura in Melbourne. Laura, what's your younger sibling story? So I was dating a guy for a little while um, and then we discovered that we shared a younger half-sibling. No uh, way! Uh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, what? So, <laughs> so how, how long had you been dating? Uh, oh, I think like three or four months. Oh, so you'd, oh, you'd wow. gone there. Yeah, so we decided that it was time for the... Um, Families to meet. Um, 
and <laughs> basically, <laughs> like legit, my um my younger brother rocked up and I like went to introduce him, but then my then like the guy I was seeing went to introduce him at the same time, and <gasps> there was like this very awkward moment, um, and then my parents turned up and they were like mortified and then his parents turned up and they were mortified um, because I didn't actually know that I had, uh, I didn't know that he was a half sibling. Whoa. Hang on. That's, can you explain, is the family dynamics too complicated or can you try to explain how there was an unknown step sibling or half sibling? Yes. So basically when I was little, my parents separated for a while and I didn't know about it. um, And Mm. my mum went and, was seeing someone else and fell pregnant, but then she and my dad got back together um, and they oh. just hadn't told me about that. Um, so I thought he was my full brother. Um, and then, right. yeah, so basically the parents kind of sat us down and explained what the situation was. And so then um, he and I had to make a, so the make guy, a call about whether to keep seeing each other or not. The guy you were dating was the child of the man that your mum... Yes. Oh, my God. So you weren't related by blood in any no, way. No, no, But no, still... purely by relationship. Oh, but yeah, that still um, is complicated. Oh, but he, spicy, yeah. he knew... He knew your younger brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was, like, involved in his life. Right, okay. And but you didn't know him at all. knew that he was a... No, I knew him as well, but I didn't know that he had, like, the... <laughs> Right. Didn't know about the guy that I was seeing, like, introduced him as, like, uh, didn't know that he was the brother. Oh. But was like, oh, this is my mate. What are you doing here? Right. Oh, my. My brother had been involved in the other family's life without knowing that he was part of the family. What a bombshell day for you. Uh, uh, this yeah, is was, such an <laughs> incredible story. This is honestly one of the most mind-blowing stories I've ever heard of the Jess. What are the Can chances? you tell us, how did you guys, how did you meet the guy, the guy you were dating. How did you guys meet? Oh, just on Tinder. <laughs> no wow. way! Oh. Wow! Wow! So, the, when your when your parents and his parents met, and you were like, "Oh my god, my and your mum and his dad realized that you know they had had a kid together oh. years and years yeah. ago." Yes. What was what was their reaction? How did they talk to each other? Like, had they seen each other since? Um, apparently they were like loosely in contact, but didn't really have anything to do with each other. Um, but it was just deeply uncomfortable yeah. for everyone involved. Because even if you were quiet. really into this guy, like tough family Christmas going forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, that was basically why we realized that we, we couldn't keep seeing each other because it would just make oh. everything so uncomfortable going forward. So on top of, like, family bombshell, you also are going through a breakup. Yeah, it was, oh. it was a time. It was a time. Laura. <laughs> Laura. Wow. Thank you so much for telling that story. Oh, wow. Oh, you were so welcome. That's oh. amazing. Isn't that just the most wild story you've ever heard? Honestly... I really struggled for quite some time after that to pick my jaw up off the floor. Yeah. Truly baffling. That's straight out of a soap opera. It really is. And just like there are there were so many threads that I think we all got a bit lost and I think there yeah. was a couple of things people wanted to know afterwards like did the boyfriend that she was dating how did he know the brother? Yeah, cuz it sounded like the brother 
had been in that family's life as well. So maybe mm. he was like a family friend type situation, but I don't yeah, it's very confusing, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's a lot. And also like it obviously the relationship was going quite well. Yeah. And the, they're like re- like meeting the family. Also you bring in the whole family together at three months. Yeah, it's a lot. That's, That's a, a lot, lot, isn't it? So they're doing that, so it's obviously going well, and then you sort of have to have a conversation about splitting up because you share a sibling. It's crazy. Because oh. in some ways, it might have reunited the whole family and brought everyone together in a nice way, but mm. it, it, do, it does sound like <laughs> that's not the energy that that moment kind of facilitated. I'm realising right now that that is literally a plot in Gossip Girl. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes. Two two love interests. It turns out their parents were lovers as young people and had a kid. <gasps> In the original Gossip Girl or the remake? Yeah, the original one. Wow. Serena and Dan. Damn. Oh, Serena and Dan had a have have a, a, a an older half brother. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah. And he comes to town. He comes to town to find his parents. Yes. And you know what? That is kind of like the because I tried to watch the new Gossip Girl. Sorry, this has mm. become a Gossip Girl review podcast. <laughs> um, I tried to watch the new Gossip Girl. It was garbage. But it mm. did start off with a sort of um, half-sibling storyline. So I think they wow. picked up off the original Gossip Girl. Okay. Far out. Should we rewatch Gossip Girl? What are you doing for the next two weeks? I'm in. I'll make popcorn. <laughs> I'm moving in. Let's do it. Oh, my God. My child is going to get so neglected. Sorry. <laughs> Serena Vanderwoodson calls. Is she going to get neglected or has she got a third parent for a couple of weeks? Pass it this way. Let's go. Uh, well, <laughs> apart from the um, magic of the original Gossip Girl. <laughs> this we one, really got lost there. <laughs> I can't believe that. King might be the one that keeps this show together. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. <laughs> Me too. Oh, man. Maybe we have to scrape up the pieces of his body from that ballooning accident and <laughs> see if we can reanimate him for next we week. Weekend at Bernie's him. Just, just having him here will help. Well, thankfully, since his body is so filled up with magnets that he inserted into his dick, if we just get the other side of those magnets and put them up around the studio, his body will sort of float... <laughs> We can move him around. <laughs> just just using magnets. <laughs> Perko, we need to get back to the serious story judging podcast that we do when we're not getting derailed by chit-chat about Gossip Girl or ballooning accidents because it is time for our... Wow, it's not better with two. No, who'd have thought? <laughs> uh, our bonus caller today is Taylor in the Mornington Peninsula. Hey, Taylor, how are you? Hi, good, how are you? Yeah, we're good. Thank you for bringing some um, normality and some sensibleness, so an adult tone to this podcast. Um, what, oh, okay. <laughs> what is your younger sibling story? I was at a Tupperware party and everyone saw my bits, thanks to my younger brother. <laughs> Everyone saw your bits. At a Tupperware party? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> How did that come about? So I was about nine or ten years old and we were just at my auntie's house. Um, and, yeah, she was having the Tupperware party. Um, so all of my auntie's lady friends and all the family and all that, um, all of us cousins were in our PJs playing around. Um, and back in the day, mum always said to me, um, 
don't wear undies underneath your PJs just because you need to let your bits air out. So, of course, I was basically there just free balling in my PJs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had a pull-up bar in the lounge room. So um, us kids were sort of hanging off it and playing on it. And it was my turn to hang off it. And um, my brother thought it was a good idea to pull my pants down while I was uh. hanging off it. So in front of the Tupperware party, I was just hanging there. Yeah, oh. I feel like most most sets of siblings go through a bit of a dacking phase. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, yeah, I was in so much shock. I sort of like didn't realise what had happened. So I was up there for a good five seconds or more. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Just, just hanging there. Yeah, yeah, just hanging there. <laughs> Dacking is like, as a kid, so funny. And as an adult, you look back at it and you go, what a horrific thing that we do to each other. Yeah. 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 Um, Literally. So do you think that would have helped or hindered the sales of Tupperware? <laughs> oh, well, I reckon it probably would have put the sales up for sure. Yeah, because yeah. it would have been yeah. like, oh, we need to just make sure this family feels okay by the end of the night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Taylor, thank you so much for the call. Well, pretty embarrassing way to finish off the podcast. I mean, not for us, we're nailing it, but for Taylor, wow. Oh, a dacking, so embarrassing. <laughs> but there's something fun about them when you're young, really young. You're right. It gets older and you go, oh, that's crook. That's I think, weird. Yeah, because I think once you get even to your teens and you become quite like sensitive about your body, mm. that like at that nine or whatever, you know, whatever, like Pete, you, kids are running around nude in, in family homes all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, well, they're kids. But once you hit the teens, I think you got to, the dacking becomes too high risk. Yeah. <laughs> like it can really, it can really damage someone's psyche for a long time, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Is that coming from personal experience? Oh, you're, me? No way. You kidding me? <laughs> you kidding me? Oh, oh cool. <laughs> oh, no way. No one would ever do anything like that to old cool Lewis. No way. They couldn't catch me. I was too high in the air. Don't think of basketball. I just think that makes it easier because your pants start yeah, so much higher. I was three metres in the air. No one could reach me because I was so cool and strong. No way! <laughs> Couldn't get it over my booty. It was too poppin'. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we need him. <laughs> I had no idea. Did you hear yourself just then? <laughs> you've you've lost your fucking mind. <laughs> I can't believe it, but we need him. <laughs> I, he can. Thank God he'll never listen to this. If he ever hears that. What a what a bleak situation we find ourselves in that you and me need Michael Hing to, oh. to make this podcast make sense. <laughs> well, Perko, um, enough of this. It's time for you to do your only job. I feel like you're trying to put it on me, calling me <laughs> names, telling me I'm derailing the podcast. Do your job. <laughs> Look, I mean, it was an absolute cracker of an episode. We, <laughs> I loved so many of the stories. I loved the $8,000 phone bill. Hmm. I loved a 14-year-old trying to buy weed online. <laughs> Mummy's little boy. You just would have Googled, like, how to buy weed. Yeah, just, just there you go. All right. Oh, sick. Uh, I've done it. I've, uh, I guess that's the dark web. <laughs> I didn't think that Matt's story could possibly be topped, um, mm. Magnets in the Dick. Great. I was like, how? Like, that's that's amazing. Yeah. But then Laura swooped in right at the end, 
and dated a guy for three months before realizing they shared a half sibling. It's I was and I've said a couple of times it's straight out of a soap opera. It is. It's straight out of Gossip Girl. Yeah. Um, and I'm here for it. And so yeah, I think just for the high stakes, the drama, the family secrets, and also because I've always had a theory that any kind of secrets you keep, especially when it comes to like cheating and things like that. The truth always comes out in a weird and wonderful way. And this mm. is a perfect example of that. Certainly weird. I don't know if it's wonderful. No. <laughs> wonderful to listen to. True. Horrible to experience. <laughs> oh. um, and so I think just because she really needed a win, Laura from Melbourne is simply the jest this week. Congratulations to Laura. A huge and deserved win. Um Perko, if I may, uh, I'd like to read out uh, one of the reviews that we have. Um, Please. It's contributing to what I would call a worrying trend. Uh, (laughs) This comes, obviously this person has given us the minimum five stars. Thank you. The name of this person is 11-year-old comedian. Oh, dear. And they have written, I ditched other boring kids podcasts and found this podcast. May not be appropriate for my age, but I don't really care as long as I get my daily little skipper. By the way, (laughs) I am 11 Turning 12 quite soon, a.k.a. 361 days. So, first of all... I just turned 11. Can I just say, um, good name, 11-year-old comedian. You really (laughs) saved that punchline for the end. You've got potential. It's a good bit. That's good stuff. But we we have too many uh, children. This is not for children. We don't intend it to be for children. Yeah. This isn't why... You know, I don't know... What to say other than, I mean, thank you for listening. But you're right. There does seem to be a lot of kids listening. (laughs) A lot of the time people will be like, me and my eight-year-old love this. What do you mean? (laughs) Don't let that happen. That's child abuse. Yeah, you have to make sure your parents are listening to this first. At least (laughs) weed out the, the really crook ones. I mean, I think this one was mostly okay. But if you do have siblings and you are a child listening to this, this is a warning, not a how-to. Yeah, never do any of these things, especially the wiping your bum on a sibling's face one. Don't do that. That's horrific. We, we all hated that story. <laughs> we all hated it. It's the worst. Uh, Perko, thank you so much for being here for another one. And um, I guess once more we use this episode about <laughs> butt on face to pay tribute to our friend Michael Hing. <laughs> Who, unfortunately, because of the way his body landed, did end up with his butt through his face. <laughs> he'll, you're right, he'll never listen to this. No. He won't know how much we lost our minds. Thank you for listening. Next week, um, it'll be better. <laughs> Don't make promises we can't keep. Uh, huge thanks to our producers this week, Ann Carter and Lou Hill. Uh, if you don't follow us on Instagram yet, go and do it at not Hobber and Hing official because that is how you will find out what the topic is for next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. He's mummy's little boy. Hey, it's Sanro. If you're enjoying Simply the Jest, then I reckon you might like Bang On. It's a podcast with me and the legendary Miff Warhurst, banging on about the week of music, pop culture, life, fashion and stuff. Bang on on the ABC Listen app and wherever you get your podcasts.